It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey listeners, it's Phil Mackey. We're talking Minnesota sports five days a week on Mackey and Jeb with Rami. Available on Apple, Spotify, the Score North app, or anywhere else you find podcasts. If you're tight on time today and you can only listen to one segment from today's show, here it is. Gentlemen, the Twins won again today. The Twins with a 5-1 win in uh, spring training today. The Twins, going back to 2002, have been to the playoffs seven times in 18 years. They have uh, actually eight times in 17 years, seven division championships in those 17 years. But they have one playoff series win to show for it. So they've largely been, every other year go to the playoffs on average, they've largely been, except for like a five-year stretch where they were a disaster and had to fire Terry Ryan, They've been very competitive. They win divisions. They go to the playoffs every other year. And they get swept almost every year. They have they have zero playoff wins since 2004. Regular season success and playoff disaster. Why will this year be different for the Minnesota Twins? What do you guys think? Why will this year be different? Do they get to avoid the Yankees in the American League Division Series? That's the only way it's different? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, after basically guaranteeing last year that I thought that they could win that series, or at least one game, and they didn't, until they beat the Yankees in a game, it's difficult to think it's going to be. But why will this be different? Why will this be different? All right, let me put on my imaginary uh, twins-colored glasses and tell you it will be different because Jose Barrios, first of all, finally takes that major step and go and we talked about this last year and I'm not guaranteeing this but I do think the twins are curious about this one him turning that corner from going and being their ace which I think he is and I think he's considered by most baseball pundits to be a really solid number 2 guy and proves that he is a number 1 because then he can shove and then I think Rocco starts him in game 1 and doesn't pull him after what, what was it about four and a third last year at Yankee Stadium. I think he gets to pitch at least six or more, and the tide turns there. It will be different because Josh Donaldson, who has a ton of experience, is playing third base, and he's really damn good at third base. And because Miguel Sano finds a home and might, you know, he's not a gold glove first baseman, but he's effective there. So the left side of your infield now is upgraded. It will be different because Byron Buxton... Eureka plays an entire season. And if Byron Buxton plays an entire season, he can hit 255 and be great. And I know that's shooting really low, but it's true. So if these things come together and pan out, there is a good chance that this thing could be different. But different might be, and I hate to say it this way, but it's true, different might be playing the Yankees 
in the first round and competing and winning, let's say, two games and taking it to five games and taking your chance in game five. And I don't, just just for the record, I don't, I'm not like here to award moral victory points for the Twins finally taking the Yankees to a fifth game in the ALDS. Like, I know they haven't beat the Yankees in a playoff game since 2004, let alone series. But I take, I take zero value out of, well, they finally won a playoff game this season, or they finally took the Yankees to five. Like they, you either you no, either you're win a for series, at least winning a series. Yes. So, Rami, why will it be different for the Twins this year? You guys, tell me something real quick before I can answer that question. When the Twins had good seasons in the past, were they? Like pop up seasons that kind of came out of nowhere, or were they all, or were they usually expected? They were outside of two thousand one, which was a non playoff season, but they they popped up out of nowhere after contraction discussion. The league was going to eliminate two teams essentially: the, the Expos mm-hmm. and the Twins. And uh, the Twins popped up with a roster of rookies and young players in two thousand one, and they led the division almost all year, and then ran out of gas and ran out of pitching. And Latroy Hawkins was not ready to be a closer yet. He blew like eight saves down the stretch. And then from that point, from 2002 until 2010, it was sort of two different nucleuses or nuclei. And they wound up mostly going into each of those seasons with expectations of winning the division, I would say. They didn't always win the division, but they went into each season thinking, yep, the Twins should either be competing for the division or winning the division. They didn't pop up. Okay. For sure they did not pop up. Yep. So people saw him coming. Yeah. And then they disappointed. Yep. Fell flat on their face. In the playoffs, yes. My other question is, and I don't know if this even applies to those Twins teams of the past, because there's been an evolution in baseball since those Twins teams that we're talking about with analytics and launch angle and everybody's swinging for home runs and everything is home runs, walks, and strikeouts now. And everything that goes along with that, the analytics and the biomechanics that they apply to pitching and what's that, what that's done for the staff... I feel like the Twins are at the forefront. Maybe not the team leading that thing. That probably, it started with the A's. The Rays have taken it to another level. You see big market teams like the Dodgers and the Red Sox employing it now. But I do feel like the Twins are one of the teams who has bought in to this new age of baseball, the technology age of baseball and everything that's come along with it, and are one of the teams at the forefront. They're not playing catch-up. They're not going against teams who they're at a disadvantage against when it comes to those resources. I think this is a Twins team that's evolved, has changed the way that that they've done business, the way that they evaluate players, the way that they develop players coming up through their system and when they get up to the minor leagues. I wasn't here for those other teams, but I can't imagine that those front offices, those Twins organizations, or those incarnations of the Twins organizations were this forward-thinking. We're we're at the at the front of the game when it comes to the way that it changes and changing with it. Mm-hmm. That's what I love about Falvey and Levine and this Twins organization. What I've noticed about it since getting here, yeah, is that they they don't shy away from that stuff. There are organizations that are still trying to do things the old school way. They don't shy away from that stuff, man, and it pays off. It absolutely pays off. So I think sort of piggybacking off what you just said, you talked about the process by which they've built this. That's right? a good word that, for it. That, that, that they have. They they haven't just you don't, by the way you don't just stumble into a hundred wins I think there's there's seasons and the Twins did this a couple of years ago where you might stumble into eighty seven wins and it's enough to get you in and and maybe you think that you're better than you are like a hundred one wins that's not by accident so we can we can throw out any talk of was this a pop up fluke season no you 
you you fluke your way to 90 or 88 sometimes, not to 100. But the process by which they have built this roster internally, developing players, and the signings that they've made in free agency, the reason I think this year will be different is because this is flat out the best lineup they've ever had in the history of the franchise on paper going into the season. And I know that they had lineups with Harmon Killebrew and Rod Carew and Kirby Puckett, Ken Herbeck, and loaded lineups in the late 80s, early 90s, and even some of those... The 60s had some great, great lineups. Yep. But this lineup is next level. It's a better lineup than the lineup that broke the Major League home run record last year. And I forget who put this out on Twitter. I wish I could give proper credit, but somebody listed... You don't have to in the Twitter age. People just I can just throw it out there. Yeah, All like right. you discovered this. Sorry, random person that I'm stealing this from on Twitter. Was right. But it, but it's it's factual. <laughs> of the nine offensive positions in baseball, including DH, so minus pitcher and put in DH, the Twins last year had top five players in wins above replacement at five of the nine positions. That'd be Max Kepler, Mitch Garver, Nelson Cruz at DH, Jorge Polanco, and Josh Donaldson, who they now get to take credit for because he's their starting third baseman. And that doesn't include the other players that could maybe even be on this list if they play a full season. Like Byron Buxton would be on that list for center fielders if he played 120 or 130 games. Eddie Rosario was the le- was the Twins leader in RBIs, I believe, last year. Like, not on that list. Luis Arise was awesome for half the season. He's not on that list. Miguel Sano. Like, those guys are all capable of also being on that list. And I don't think there's any other team in baseball that can boast such firepower where any position could be an all-star. Like, literally, all of those nine guys, you could go up and down that list and say, yeah, that dude could or maybe should be an all-star. No other team has that. I know that the Yankees have Stanton and Judge, and they've got this ridiculous murderer's row incarnation, but, like, there's no reason to sweat the Yankees or the Astros if you're the Twins this season. When you know that the Astros cheated their way to their wins, they're still good, but they cheated their way to their championship two years ago, and the Yankees just lost Luis Severino and don't have as good of a lineup as you do. So, again, like, baseball's weird and that the the worst team in baseball can beat the best team in baseball in a seven-game series, and it's not that shocking. It's a little bit like hockey. Like, it just, things happen. So, I'm not saying it guarantees that they're going to beat the Yankees in a playoff series, but there is no reason this season that they should sweat anybody in the American League. You won 101 games, set the single-season home run record, and then... I don't even know if this is an arguable point, but I will say added somebody who is arguably better than anyone you had on that roster last year. Yes. Like teams don't do that. Teams don't go out and sign a better player than anyone on their roster after winning 100 games. Find me the team that did that. Like the Dodgers, the Dodgers did that that offseason. They added Mookie Betts to a 100-win team. I guess you could say the Yankees went out and got Garrett Cole, but I'm talking about an everyday position player. And especially teams not in a market like the Twin Cities, don't win a hundred games, then go sign a player who's better than anybody on their roster. That's just not a thing that happens. Yeah, and I know like you can sit here and there there are things and and Rami more than anyone on this show has pointed out the yeah buts. Well, what about pitching this and this? But I don't think you can look at the Twins and say, well, let's go down the list of yeah buts. You can't do it in a vacuum because every other team in baseball has yeah buts right. as well. The Yankees' yeah buts are, well, Paxton might not start the season in the rotation, and Severino's not pitching all year, and their lineup has a couple holes in it. Mm-hmm. And the Astros' yeah buts are, well, they just lost Garrett Cole. They're probably going to get thrown at every single at-bat, and they're not going to be nearly as confident as they were when they knew the pitches that were coming. But the starting point is you have to start by winning a playoff game. 
I believe you're at 16 consecutive playoff defeats at this point, which now includes your current construction, minus Donaldson of three games. So what you need to do is you need to go in and win a game one. And if you can do that, I think you're okay. But that's a big a big thing now. And what you have to expect is um, overall growth, not just from the lineup when it comes to playoff games, not just from the pitching, but the manager too. Because in Game 1 and Game 2, there were some very questionable things. And Rocco has to settle down and do a better job there as well. And if all of those things come together, can you win playoff games? Absolutely. But that's that's the next step of what we need to see. And now I'm a little bit afraid because baseball is, as Phil likes to say, a random sport like hockey. I'm a little bit afraid that at times well, our hockey is random. Baseball has high variance, I guess, is the way that I would put it. But those are both the same thing. Pitching and goaltending are <laughs> unpredictable. Yeah. Um, but... The thing that I think we come back to is I do grow a little bit concerned, and Rami and I talked about this last week, Phil, when you were gone, that we are having conversations that just make it a a given that the Twins are going to win the division and be in the playoffs. And in baseball, that can be sort of dangerous. If you have a really good basketball team, you're probably in the playoffs. You're going to make the playoffs. So I do, I grow a little bit concerned in thinking, Shouldn't there be some things that we see as potential roadblocks for this team or things that could come up that probably go beyond guys uh, being hurt? Because if guys get hurt, they get you can't control that. And see, I actually think that baseball, now barring injuries, injuries can throw the whole thing off. If you lose, if you lose Byron Buxton for a chunk of the season and now you lose half a run off your team ERA because you don't have a guy in center field who's tracking down those fly balls, like those those things can can derail a season. But I actually think baseball is fairly predictable in terms of who the really good teams are going to be. Now, there's a gray area middle ground where maybe you were a 78-win team and you're like you're kind of between 78 wins and 88 wins, and the Twins aren't there. The Twins are between, to me, I think the Twins are between like 90 wins and 105 wins somewhere, where if they kind of train wreck and a couple guys get hurt, they're still probably going to win 90 games. And that doesn't guarantee you're going to get into the playoffs because if the White Sox also win 90 or 91 games, you could wind up, not getting a wild card spot, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I just think they've reached a new level to where we, and I know I said this 10 years ago, going into the 2011 say. season Can you not as make well, any okay? proclamations or guarantees? It. Can he you just stay it. away from that? You can find it somewhere. But no. this team is better. It's better. This team is better than that team. Stop right there. Rami, the only the only question is the Yankees and how do you beat them because... Nothing else will stop you. As I said in that famous article, very famous, on 1500ESPN.com at the time, the next 162 games are a formality. Bring on the Yankees again. Guys, we have a uh, development in the uh, Tom Brady free agency chase. Really? Yeah, I don't know if we have a sounder sounder for for that. that. I don't know if we have a sounder. Reckless speculation. Tom E. Curran, who covers the uh, Patriots for NBC Sports in Boston. He's legit. He tells Adam Shine he believes the 49ers conversation surrounding Tom Brady is real from both sides. Oh, Oh my God. Throw the 49ers in the mix. That would be, of all the teams we just kicked around last segment, the 49ers would be amazing. And remember, when John Lynch called Bill Belichick to ask him about Jimmy Garoppolo, the first guy that he asked for was Tom Brady. Yeah. And Brady wants to play for San Francisco. That's his boyhood team. That's John Lynch's white whale. So is it fair to assume then, because Jimmy Garoppolo makes like $29 million to the cap. They can get out of that. It's not hard. Does yep. he go back to the Patriots or do they just? Oh, you know, Bill Belichick would love to get Jimmy Garoppolo back. 
Wow. Reckless speculation. If you are the 49ers right now and you know there are no guarantees beyond this upcoming season and the season after, like you can win a Super Bowl and should have won one. The answer is yes. Yes, you do it. Tom Brady going back. Straight up. Straight up. Tom Brady going going back and being on the cover of your yearbook and media guide with Joe Montana by his side is the ultimate. Reckless speculation. Forget the Raiders at that point. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. The Niners are better. If Brady goes to the Niners and Garoppolo back to the Patriots, that's the best chaos that we can get from Tom Brady. Reckless speculation. That's the best chaos that we can possibly draw up. Dudes, the the Vikings have spent 30 years in this pool. Jim McMahon, veteran quarterback, journeyman, End of their career, Warren Moon, Randall Cunningham, Jeff George. Keep going. Donovan keep, McNabb. You can keep going. Brett Favre. Yep. Matt Castle. Like, they have been on, the, they, the the Vikings haven't just been on this train. They built the train station yep. of taking guys at the end of their quarterback careers and really getting a most, uh, except for like Donovan McNabb, like, they got one of the best years out of Favre, one of the best years out of Warren Moon, one of the best years out of Randall Cunningham. And they the Vikings in, were freaking born to be active in this free agency although, period, and they can't. <laughs> although, if if we were to list the potential homes for Brady, and we even included the Vikings, and the Niners are involved, oh, San Francisco's so delicious. Think about it. Reckless speculation. Which, which lends credence to my long-held theory that when Belichick realized he was going to have to get rid of Garoppolo, he traded him to San Francisco to try and block this very move, and now Brady's trying to circumvent Bill's move to block him. What would the path be? Oh, it's so just, good. Just for, Man. just for fun. Rami's right. It's what, so good. What would the path be? Well, two-part question. If the Actually, we got it. we got to hit a break. When we come back, I'm going to ask you guys a Vikings-Tom Brady-related hypothetical here. Yeah, let's just pull all the breaks out from now. <laughs> got to pay bills. <laughs> Gotta pay bills. I have a I have a Vikings Tom Brady speculative question to ask you guys when we come back here. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy 5 or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. 